0: Welcome to Voices Internacional, a podcast where students, staff, and families will build community. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. Dang, I love recording in person. It's so much better. (laughs) and we're back i'm here with our our new host so i'm co-hosting with anna claudia and ariana
1: hey
0: Hello. yeah we have an audience we also have in the room with us hey. Woo. so welcome ladies yesterday You recorded uh, an episode with another colleague of yours, Alejandra, that was hilarious to listen Mm -hmm. to. Thank you for for sharing some of who you are, your sense of humor, and also like some real stuff, right? Some things that we're were a little little scared of, a little phobia. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That was funny. Um, But today we're going to get into something a little more serious. And the reason we're going to talk about this today, because I think you represent independent young ladies who are strong, who have goals, who have purpose. And I'm really curious how you feel about all things that are going on right now in our society with, you know, gender roles. There's a lot of, um, yeah, I feel like more women are stepping up and calling things out, holding people accountable as a parent to both a son and a daughter. I think that's really important. But I also feel like maybe we still don't talk about it enough. You know, we don't have these conversations that can be difficult. And in particular, for those of us growing up in Latino, you know, traditional homes with maybe old school values, you know, and I'm talking about machismo. I'm talking about, you know, women uh, women's places in the home, cooking and cleaning. But I think we live in a a new society where we've evolved and what do y'all think what's on your minds
2: well i think a lot of it comes from like older generations like from our family kind of how you said within the latino and like hispanic communities um i think like like with my grandparents or at least like my grandmas or just people from like you know older older people from my side of the family are usually like yeah like when you get married and you have your your um husband or whatever uh you need to like when they come home from work have a plate for them like a food and everything and i'm just like it's not like my responsibility to take care of somebody in that way like if i was their mother obviously if i'm like i said like i've said before like if i'm home i'm doing nothing and like i'm cooking dinner or lunch or whatever And like, yeah, I'll cook something for them as well. Like, it's not that big of a deal, but I don't think it should be like, oh, you have to have dinner ready. You are the one that has to do the cooking. Like, that type of stuff. Or like, you have to have a clean house for whoever you're living or like married to. Like, obviously, I don't like, I like to clean up my stuff. Like, you know, I'm like, I like to do that type of stuff. But it's like, I feel like it's very much like, put onto us like it's a responsibility that we have to do in order to keep like that other person or like I don't know it's very just like I feel like it's deeply rooted into like what we've been brought into. Yeah I mean I grew
1: up with like half machismo and half like freedom because in a way my mom is like so free with what she does she didn't learn to cook specifically because she didn't want to be like that stereotypical mexican lady that like has to cook for her husband and blah blah blah. (laughs) so she never learned to cook specifically for that and my dad knows how to cook so he makes all the meals and it's like it's equal like that you know he also washes the dishes he also does laundry sometimes like they just grew up like that i don't think they even had like a conversation of it it's just a sense of respect like You're not gonna yell at your wife because she didn't have dinner ready or because it's not to your liking, you know? Like that's just ridiculous. And I think it's definitely rooted um, deeply from like older generations because, well, obviously they grew up like that, but it's getting better now, like especially here in the United States, like we can tell the differences, but in Mexico it's still really bad because no one really talks about it and it's just, it's like an awkward conversation to have over there like you think it's awkward here but no yeah. <laughs> like please go to mexico and try to have a conversation about any like political thing
2: and they're gonna shut you down so fast <laughs> yeah, not even like in mexico like even just like with like i said like with my grandma she lives here and everything but she like grew up over there and like stuff like that so it's kind of like how am i gonna have that conversation with her like I'm not here, like, to cook only for my, like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go to college, I'm gonna succeed, that success is gonna be, like, for myself, and I'm gonna, like, share it, obviously, with, like, my parents and stuff, but it's, like, it's also, like, deeply, like, when you get your husband and stuff, and they're also really focused, I feel like, on, like, getting, uh, like, a husband, like, you know, it's, like, yeah, like, let's focus on, like, significant other, it's, like, I don't know, it's very, like, that way, not just i feel like not just with my grandma specifically definitely with like other just i think it is just like older generation but i I do like try to teach her some stuff i'm like hey like "Mm, this is what i think and like i tell her but then she like tries to tell me but in order to like avoid arguments i'm just like okay okay like you know
1: now what about you akitzali
3: um i think it is very rooted into like our mentality i guess at least it's like there. Like, even though we don't believe it, it's in the back of our minds, you know? Like, or we see it. Like, how you're saying how your family tells you to learn how to cook for your husband, My My mom tells me like, oh, learn how to flip a tortilla. So when you get married, it's like, "Mm, how do you know I want to get married, you know? (laughs) And even if I do, will I be cooking? No, you know? So it's kind of like that. And it's also how you're saying how like in Mexico, Um, And, like, most of our families, um, they come from Mexico, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's really different back there, especially, um, like, the old school mentality. Like, my mom would say how um, back then it was, like, so rare to see, like, women leave their house for anything. Like, uh, they had to stay in the house. And it's just crazy to me because... Like, that's their obligation, you know, to stay in the house and do all the chores or whatever. And it's, like, very stereotypical for the man to be the breadwinner. But, I don't know, I just feel like it's... That mentality just needs to change, you know? Because it's not...
1: <laughs> I see you. I see what you're you saying. Know? <laughs>
0: Can I ask, so we've all shared about, like, our roots, right, our families, how each of our homes is is similar, but maybe slightly different. Um, how do you have these conversations with, like, young men or, or young women your own age? Like, are you having these conversations? Is this a, a topic, like?
2: Well, I, yeah. I, yeah, no. I, I I have two younger brothers. Obviously they're not like my age. One of them is going to be I think he's 13. Uh, 13, 14 around that age. <laughs> he's coming to international next year. And like every like I always try to like sorry. I try to um talk to him like about you know issues happening around the world or just like things like like what we're talking about right now. I'm always like telling him and teaching him. And then but like and like I wouldn't do that if I don't know like he always asks questions too he's like oh what does this mean and like i tried my best to like teach him in a non-biased way even though like myself i'm like very biased in certain situations but like i try to like tell him and like just educate him on things like that or like when that like machismo conversation comes up within the family i like i'm like well and then i like say my side of the story and then he like i see him listening and i see him like trying to like you know process all that and I de- i definitely see both of my brothers like with a different mentality than what has been, like, rooted into us and stuff.
0: Nice. Can't wait to meet him. What's what's your brother's name? Javier. Javier, okay. (laughs) Nice.
2: Yeah, I mean,
1: my cousins have always been, like, very feminist, and even though, like, one of them grew up in a really, like, machista household, she's always, like, known what she's about, and she knows what's right and what's wrong so she kind of since she's older than us she like taught my cousin and i about like all the feminism and so it's like kind of rooted in me in a way so i have to like shut down so many things that like my aunt and my uncle say or sometimes my parents even and it's just like i mean sure it's a hard conversation and sometimes they'll probably get offended or like you could start a fight with them but it's a conversation you have to have you know like it's just so awkward if you're Like in public, and then they say something that's obviously completely wrong, and then I feel just so embarrassed because I'm like, oh my god, they're going to think I'm like that too, but I'm not, and then I can't like, it's so awkward because I don't want to like yell in front of everyone, but at the same time, I'm like, what the hell, like, don't say that, you know, that's just weird, and so I have also uh, younger cousins, so I like try to teach them sometimes, but... My youngest cousin is from Mexico and he is, uh, let's say, <laughs> how do we explain this? He's not very mm, educated. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, he literally.
0: He's not updated.
1: I mean, yeah, he's, he's not still like the
0: version 1.0. <laughs> this, this
1: boy is 14 years old, please. He, yeah. he knows what's up. Like, yeah.
0: But see, that's the thing. Like, I wonder if people know what's up. You know, I think we are so influenced by our families and and people that we love and respect and if that's the type of behavior those are the comments right that you grow up hearing i don't know that your cousin knows any better and that that's Mm -hmm. not to excuse whatever he believes in you know but how do we how do we then have these conversations so that he could see a different perspective and realize like times have changed we're in 2021 this ain't 1951 anymore (laughs) you know and and i think that's also something that i'm struggling with because i'm constantly catching myself you know even as i was saying like guys can get in there and do dishes and do the laundry like yo, i need to help my wife more so starting today i'm gonna make an effort to be better about that too Mm -hmm. you know because i I feel like subconsciously and, and i feel like i could tell you you said that right like it's even though we're not about that and we speak out against it, sometimes it's so, like, it's almost like in our DNA. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? And and how do we break those cycles? And, And I think it starts with that, like, calling it out, talking about it in a way that you're not making your cousin feel like He's a jerk. You no, know. I'm
1: about to come for my cousin's right name <laughs> Okay, so literally, when I went to Mexico City uh, in, like, August. No, yeah, I'm about to tell the story. So <laughs> uh, when I went to Mexico in August, um, I hadn't seen him for, like, 11 years or something like that. Like, it's been a while. Um, and so everything was cool, but he's always been this, like, privileged little boy because he's the only child. And, like, you know. But <laughs> he said some slurs. Um, Mm. that I won't be saying, obviously. Yeah, please don't. (laughs) Um, But it made me really, really uncomfortable because it was like, you know how there's like the kids table and the adult table? So, you know, technically I'm still a kid or whatever. So I was sitting at that table with him and my other cousin and my brother. And so my brother and I just looked at each other, like really uncomfortable with our menudo in our mouths, and we were like, "Mm?" (laughs) hmm? And then so we like, I like swallowed all my food, and I was like, what did you say? Like, what did he say, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, huh? I was so confused, and I was like, I know that he, like, I know for a fact that he knows that that's a slur, because he has friends from the United States, too, so, Mm. like, obviously, he sees, he watches the news, too, like, come on, like, it's not that hard, especially because, like, American news is, like, pretty public everywhere, and the whole world knew about, like, the Black Lives Matter protests, and, like, that was blowing Mm. up and everything, so I was like, okay, I know that he knows, like, that this is a slur for sure because he kept saying it over and over again and then I was like I started yelling at him like even I don't care that my family like turned around and like started watching me yell at him but I was like this is not okay dude like yeah I'm like if you go to the United States you say this I hope someone jumps you <laughs> and then I like he kept like saying it afterwards so I got up <laughs> and I left and I was like oh my god like I just cannot talk to this little boy like he's like really yeah. stupid <laughs> and, and I
0: think there's two parts to that right one when you're not around people that that are gonna like do something about it, mm-hmm. right? I think is is very common. Um also like being so young and seeing that you got upset, I imagine like that became a thing of like, oh I'm gonna keep pushing her buttons now, you know, and mm-hmm. and it, it's all immaturity, <laughs> right? But I, I think also being ignorant to the reality, like I feel like even in our own country, like there there's a lot of folks from our communities that like for instance the N word like mm-hmm. they use it, you know. I have close friends that like use it all the time, and to them it's well, it's because I grew up in this neighborhood and and my, they're my homies. Like we, I grew up saying it, and there's like some truth to that, right? Where it's accepted in that in that group, but like outside of that, like it makes me uncomfortable, you know. And I don't say it, but like i don't know it's so complicated uh,
1: right here's a little psa if you are not black do not say
0: it right that is not
1: your word and yes if you are black you don't have to say it either like if you don't feel comfortable saying it obviously don't say it just because you're black you don't have to like Mm -hmm. um, like call out all your slurs and stuff you know but literally (laughs) if you are not black don't say it like there's literally no excuse yes (laughs) but
3: I also think it has something to do with, like, growing up, I guess. Like, obviously, people are going to have their own opinions or whatever, and they're going to maybe stick with their opinions till forever. Mm -hmm. But, like, going back to, like, the gender role things, you know, like, when I was smaller, it was all about, like, ooh, play with Barbies Mm -hmm. and, like, wear dresses and pink, you know? And, like, then later I, like, realized, like, did I really like those things or did I, like, just pretended that I liked those things just... So I can fit in or so I can be a girl or whatever, you know? Right. So mm-hmm. I think it's also a part of, like, just getting older and forming your own opinions. Because now, like, me and my sister always talk about, like, conversations like that about, like, um, especially, like, machismo mm-hmm. and, like, relationships and how um, just some things just aren't right, you know? Um, so I think it also has something to do with maturity or...
0: yeah. So let me ask you this, like with, I don't know if y'all are in relationships or not, but <laughs> like in your, in your relationships, do you or will you be having these conversations? Like at what point are you going to let your partner know, hey, th- these are my values, these are my expectations?
1: Boy, right at the beginning. Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay. If they don't follow it, I just, I mean, these boys, mm-mm. I'll be playing, what's it called? Like horse with them or oh, hangman hangman so, i'll hang be playing with hangman him. with them like that's with like, their name play basketball with their name though like if I, if i spell out their whole name because they keep messing up bye oh
0: that's a- what if i what if it's a guy that has his a- name's like
1: tie or something yeah
0: like two letters that's it <laughs> that's it <laughs> <laughs> you can't I mess,
1: you
3: I'll be messing a-
0: up <laughs> <Leopoldo>. <laughs> oh my God.
3: you can't be settling out here yeah oh, well, you can't
0: say that again please
3: You cannot be settling, guys, (laughs) okay? Ladies and and, and guys. Everybody. Everybody settle. Settle. Okay? If you do not like the situation that you're in, you don't like how the person is treating you,
1: Mm -hmm. out of there. Bye. Leave. Adios. (laughs) Bye-bye.
0: No, that's true. And and I think we, we need to say that more often because I feel like, especially being young, when you're still figuring things out, you're learning... There are moments where you, you you almost like trap yourself in a situation because you feel like ah oh, like I can't say nothing or <laughs> you know I'll be by myself like but we need to encourage each other to be healthy, healthy relationships, <laughs> positive. The person you spend your time with should be making you feel good, not bad about yourself, right?
3: Es mejor estar sola que mal acompañada. <laughs> <Sí>. <laughs> yes.
0: Period
3: you should surround yourself with people that like only want the best for you and like you know you guys support each other like with your friends with relationships Mm -hmm. like whatever it is because like life is short you know like you can't stand for being mistreated in any way
0: and we all deserve the best right and if -hmm. if you don't hold that space for yourself no one else will either right Mm -hmm. and I think that's that's what I saw growing up is I feel like my mom is pretty hardcore you know but I know in in my parents relationship there was some things that I think if my my parents were married now and had like your mentality maybe things would have been very different Mm -hmm. you know and then we have family friends where I see like where the the male in the relationship is like the boss and the, the lady can't do anything without their permission like almost like I can't cross the street without them saying it's okay, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I hope, I pray that all of these conversations, like from my own son and daughter, that when they have their partners, that they can be, you know, friends, that they could be partners, that they could work together, that could lift each other up, you know, and, and encourage one another. And for there not to be this, Oh, who's the breadwinner? Who's like, you know, who cares? if we both make money awesome if you make more money than me better like who like that doesn't mm. matter as yeah, long as I don't
1: we're why like, people compete about it too yeah. they're like oh i make more money than my okay, wife or i make more money than my like okay um yeah. you're earning money for the house like good for yeah. you yeah like i don't I know mean, i mean there
3: think. is a wage gap but that's another topic yeah
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> but and,
0: and hopefully you know by the time you all are ceos <gasps> and the big bosses of whatever you end up doing <laughs> I know. that 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 can change you know and i feel like we just got to keep talking about it we can't stop Mm -hmm. obviously this has been a topic forever right and and i think you know earlier you brought up black lives matter like these are all movements that now that i feel we have some momentum we got to keep pushing right like reform for our police departments and getting more support into our communities like those are things that it's been brought up and all of a sudden, I don't see it on everyone's social media anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's not like. Hold on. What not, do you think yeah. about yeah, cancel culture? Yeah, it's not a Speaking
1: of that, like, what wait, do you guys wait, think wait. about cancel wait. culture?
0: Before we get into that, though, all I'm saying is, if if you stand for something, then keep pushing for it. Mm-hmm. Don't don't only do it when like your friends it's, are it's doing it. Do it all yeah. the time, right? Because that's yes. the only way we're, mm-hmm. way we're gonna get change.
3: And don't be scared to call out people. Yeah, literally. Like right. especially people around you, like. um educate them because like I try to like hold my family accountable you know and even though sometimes some family members just like won't agree for like anything but I feel like it's important for you to at least try um, just so you yeah like help
0: <laughs> and they and they know where you stand on things yeah. and I feel like eventually I think we can expect to change everybody's mind you know and I heard a, a great quote from one of my mentors that said, You can only change or or change will only happen when you can reach people's hearts, Mm -hmm. right? So we have to be able to have these difficult conversations in ways that are building up and not dividing us even further, right? Like we can't force someone to believe what we believe, but we can talk to them in a way that humanizes the situation where they can understand where we're coming from. Maybe just maybe start to rethink their position on something, right? And who knows? Sometimes we might be the ones that are in the wrong. Mm -hmm. And how do Mm -hmm. we listen to the truth? And, you know, earlier Mm -hmm. someone said something that really hurt my feelings. And someone said, you know what? The truth hurts, right? (laughs) And sometimes that's true. So how do do we also check our own emotions, right? And, Mm -hmm. And remain objective and somewhat neutral for the purpose of making progress, right? So with that
2: I think that wait 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 I think that truth hurts statement also like applies just in general because I know I'm a very um brutally honest person and I've been told that from a lot of my friends but that they say that that's one of the qualities that they appreciate yeah that I'm just like very honest like if I don't like something I will say it like sometimes it's bad or like I just don't think about it I just say it out loud and but they like you know appreciate that and whatever but I think it's just like just keeping that honesty not just with your friends with like everybody obviously don't be disrespectful disrespectful about it like you know like you try to educate people be honest and just like just say what you want to say and like obviously like if you're listening to somebody just listen don't don't talk over like just listen to them so that way you can try to see like i always try to see other people's points of views but it's kind of like it's hard when somebody's so fixed on a certain mentality that where you have an opened one and you're like trying to like get them to understand your side of things but they're so fixated on one certain thing where it's kind of like okay the like the energy isn't going both ways Hmm. so
3: i think it also um the truth hurts statement also applies to like how the truth isn't always like pretty you yeah. know so like things that happen in the world aren't always gonna be sugar-coated, like, and sugar-coated and stuff, rainbows yeah. and unicorns you <laughs> know so i think it's also that like people should um i guess because also some people don't get educated or they don't um even want to listen to things because they're like oh no like that's too much for me or like you know like there's too much you know it's not yeah a pretty topic to top talk about or something but i feel like that also needs to change because then people are going to be shielded by like the thought that bad things don't happen in the world you know mm-hmm. and then they're just gonna keep that same mentality that we're trying to break
1: yeah i mean can we like talking about that moving on to like cancel culture and mm-hmm. stuff <laughs> um so basically i used to like be really fixated on my own opinion and like during this quarantine i've definitely learned a lot more and i've like educated myself and i think talking about what you were saying about education and like some people aren't educated you can educate yourselves like Mm -hmm. the internet is a free resource Mm -hmm. you guys it's it's i mean it's not that hard like i guess some people obviously they don't have like access to it in general but those who do and who are talking about it constantly like it's just not that hard to research stuff so
0: what if that's where I get my information though
1: what huh
2: okay well <laughs> wait because <But laughs> you're say saying
0: like, people use the in- you should use the internet to research what if that's where I'm getting my information to make yeah. my point
2: I think it's yeah, like no. yeah but it's like I think he's saying like what if you they're fixated on one thing but that's what they found on the internet yeah and that's where their opinions to learn about
1: the other people's opinion. like I mean I'm saying like you have to learn to accept like all sides even if they're not correct just Mm -hmm. like learn from every side you know what I'm saying like I used to be very fixated on my own opinion and I was like no I'm right you're wrong like that's it (laughs) Mm -mm. like no women are right shut up (laughs) but I mean I think it's so important to acknowledge like other people are going to mess up and it's okay to mess up as long as they don't do it again you know like you just learn from your own problems yeah Oh, sorry.
3: But (laughs) I feel like uh, talking about the cancel culture is mostly kind of like what I've seen, like celebrities Mm -hmm. getting canceled for like doing these things or they, people bring up their past Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. say, "Mm, how are y'all supporting this person if this is what they do, you know? And I I feel like it's good and bad only because like, yeah, they can grow as a person, but at the same time they influence others. Like- Mm -hmm they have followers, they have people who look up to them. And so like they're influencing this like wrong, like whatever they did or whatever happened, you know, it's, they're gonna um, put it on to like their fans or the people who follow them. So I feel like that's that's why it's good and bad or I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely good to like acknowledge what they've mm-hmm. done so they don't repeat it. Um But I just think canceling someone and, like, ruining someone's, like, life for it is going a little too much, you know? Yeah. I just feel like you should educate the person or at least the person, like, is probably a lot more educated now. And they have, like, a chance to explain themselves, you know? But what about,
2: like, okay, I understand if it was, like, from the past and stuff. But, like, I'm wondering, like, okay, like, people now who mess up and say things they aren't supposed to in, like, this day and age. Like, they Mm -hmm. said it, like, yesterday or last week. Like, Mm they know it's wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They still said it. Mm -hmm. Like, what happens then? Like, I understand if it was from the past and you're like, they weren't educated back then. Like, they didn't, like, not that they didn't, like, (laughs) that they didn't know, but like, they didn't have what we have now where like, they knew that a word was wrong or like what they did was wrong or like a f- like fr- like anything in general like that was in the past like yeah and if they've shown obvious growth i think then it's kind of like why are you bringing up their past like obviously they're a completely different person like you said people mm-hmm. mess up make mistakes but like if they're saying this currently like repeatedly currently and are still in a place like of an influencer position
1: yeah then i, I mean i think that's definitely the time to like i mean don't cancel them <laughs> i just don't like cancel culture in general Um, but I think that's definitely the time where you have to like take a step back and be like that was not cool with any of us Um,
2: you have to like fix yourself because this is not cool right now (laughs) I think we have to realize like we're like the ones giving these people the platform exactly if nobody paid attention to them if nobody listened to them if nobody like even interacted with them they wouldn't be where they are right now Mm -hmm. so I think it's kind of like they they i feel like a lot of them like influencers that we know of or whatever think have this mentality of like we hold a place of power or whatever which they don't it's like all your followers all the people you are influencing are the ones who are giving you this platform so i think it's like definitely what they're doing is influence like i said like their Mm -hmm. whole audience yeah
0: and and i think you know as we start wrapping up um I think what you're you're all I feel saying is we need to hold people accountable. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I think there are some mm-hmm. folks that need to be canceled, right? Cuz they <laughs> maybe keep doing the same thing or what they did de- oh, yeah. what they did was so so terrible mm-hmm. that they they shouldn't have a platform. Exactly. Okay. Okay. But I love the idea of holding people accountable, helping helping them be better human beings and I think as a, as a byproduct, they become role models of, of what it can look like to be better, right? And to make amends for our mistakes. And I think to give voice to those, those folks that may have been victims of, of whatever it was, or like help them be better, teach them, you know, help educate them, help them become better. And, and I feel like that's, that's where we're at, you know? I feel like social media, the media the internet it's so easy to you know destroy someone's reputation and right now i see a lot of things coming up from the past Mm -hmm. that's like dang like is that person still the same person they were in that video picture yearbook whatever Mm -hmm. you know like do people deserve a second chance like how do we know like do we know the full story so even to your point right like do your research but not just on your favorite website go to like all 20 that are saying something and see what sense you can make of all of it Mm -hmm. because there's different opinions there's different perspectives there's different stories right and some of it we'll just never know the truth Mm -hmm. so have your opinions but don't get too caught up in making judgments
1: and in the great words of Harry Styles treat people with kindness
0: (laughs) (laughs) good old Harry yeah anything else like
2: also as a reminder
3: use unbiased sources mm-hmm.
0: yes. yes
2: and also as another reminder uh educate yourselves in the topics that are happening right now with palestine and mm-hmm. a lot of other places yeah so please uh keep keep educating yourself and in ways that you can help and it's not just palestine there's a lot of places where things are happening
0: yeah so south america yep. mm-hmm. Colombia all right y'all well thank you for another episode if you want to get involved reach out thank you for listening